0: Now, this is where Zazu Pitts shines. She's got a crazy hat. Oh, what you whipped up? Oh, I cooked this hat up. Oh, it looks undercooked to me.
1: Oh, 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 oh. oh,
0: there you go. Look at that. She's great. Yeah, look she's at awesome. me. There's, she's actual the pathos of this movie. Now, one of the things about this movie is that he would do these—he would put on these hats. But there was a famous celebrity known for her crazy hats as well: gossip, radio gossip columnist Hedda Hopper.
2: Okay, we've seen
0: Hedda Hopper in a in a movie before, The Oscar.
2: I love that film.
0: Yeah, so she played herself. Up, so Bobby pointed out an even crazier hat—a fishbowl. Now, who is wearing that crazy hat? <laughs> she's gonna leave.
2: <laughs> My hat's great.
0: <laughs> so it's Hedda Hopper herself. Oh, hello oh. So she, he just dis Pitts. Yeah, he was. Pitts was like ready to take her hat off for him to wear. Oh, oh there There is. This is Mrs. Cooper. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the bacon.
3: Fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Mrs. Luthor, Joan Crawford's mother. Oh, hello. How, How are you? I How is Joan? Fine. Mm-hmm. Please give her my regards. I certainly will. I Thank certainly you. will. And uh, you, uh, you hear our program too, do you? Every morning. Mm-hmm. You enjoy it? Very much. Well, that's nice. Do you think I'm a good master of ceremonies? The best ever. Oh. You think I'm handsome? Very handsome. Mm-hmm. And terribly underpaid, wouldn't you say? Yes, very much underpaid. You know, you sound just <laughs> like my mother. I am your mother. And she is too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what a payoff, though Oh wait, Hedda's gonna get the last word. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Speaking of ham, Hedda, I'm inviting you all down for dinner tonight. Why? Thank you, Tom. Whitley.
0: God is such a weird. He had dinner tonight, Carl. He's he fucking hangs around this restaurant. I don't get it. Don't all get day it. long. It's his job. It's like Ryan Seacrest live from Ryan Seacrest Restaurant on Hollywood yeah. Mind.
2: That's a little weird. Oh, Zazu Pitzer getting her hat dissed.
0: Yeah, right. This is the pathos of the movie. He's going to put on this hat. Oh, oh.
1: Oh, oh, oh.
0: He doesn't even let go of it because it's probably going to fall off him. Don't feel bad, Deary. Not theory. it's theory. Your hat is much worse, I assure you. Oh, I got to go. Oh, yeah. So, he's it's such a weird movie. He's got a fish ball and he says, like... uh You think a duck's gonna come? He goes, probably a woodpecker, she said, because he's so stiff. Mm Mm-hmm. Do you like Spike Jones and his city slickers? The only thing I know from
2: Spike Jones is that Nazi one insulting Hitler. Oh, Deferer's face.
0: Yeah. We (laughs) hilp Yeah. And then uh, do you know Cocktails for Two? Hiccup, hiccup, hiccup. Probably. Do you know the one where they go beetle ball?
2: These songs I probably know if I hear them because they have legs, and he was so famous. But and look at
4: his. I hopper, head
5: yeah. a hopper. This is a
3: song about head a hopper. A concrete in a five and dime corn popper. That he got. I head a hat for hopper. <laughs> Take a ripe banana and a jigger of poundrose. Broil it over charcoal, that's this hopper's new chapeau. Add a pickle to the side of grandpa's old silk topper. Hat for head of hopper.
0: I mean I'm not crazy about orchestras, and I guess they weren't either. I mean, they're all professional musicians; everything's synced up, but they just like took a big piss on like these swing, these orchestra bands. You know, it's look how cool. they're dressed like bums. Yeah, right. Well, his suit, man. Can the guy try too hard, Spike? Oh, when yeah, not the-,
2: the guys in the front. I mean, like the trumpet player and
0: yeah, Can
2: you mix
0: it? Yeah, there we go. That's one or two times he's going to shoot a gun out in the restaurant. He does it is for another legal? musical number. <laughs> I, I'm sure it's just a starter gun. It's just... It's a weird... I don't know. Nowadays, you, can, I don't think you could get away with it. No. you
3: see a Frankenstein, don't Hopper. What do you got?
0: So this poor woman doesn't realize it's all set up anyway. I mean, if he picked his hat, then they wouldn't sing that song about Hedda Hopper. Of course not. Of course. Yeah. Now, well, is this guy st-
2: just a side plot throughout? Well, he end it up. Will, it restaurant? will definitely.
0: Don't forget, his wife is at the, the show while he is, gall- you know, he's trying yeah, to hook up. Gallivanting. With a gallivanting. Oh, here oh, we go. I wish we could hit him some way to do it. Do what? Let him know that my birthday's coming up? Oh, for Christ's sake. Hey, well, it is. That's one of my favorite jokes. Sorry, I, I should have. That's Let me
1: see here.
0: So, one of the sticks he does is a wishing well. There's Pharrell Hollywood had a ring. a a wishing ring so he does have you ever done a show where you have to do a fucking raffle it's pits but he does a raffle on his show he's the master of ceremonies and every every show he gives away a wishing ring wait did he say 49366 i have that note i got it i won a little prop humor Did that work carl
2: wait say it again i missed it i was just watching minneapolis
0: oh Um, I, i got the ticket
2: Ah, oh, very nice. Very nice. Yeah. You, I, that's pre planned. That was pre planned. Good prop it's comedy.
0: The, I appreciate your sentiment. It did work. <laughs> so she wishes, I don't know what she wishes. Oh, so there was a little clever joke. I got in late, so I didn't really have your breakfast. All I had was coffee and donuts. <laughs> uh, so that's a joke from the diner. Yeah, because he did a pre-sweep, so yeah. they were already prepared. She's saying, I was a stenographer, and now I just want to get married. So instead of taking dictation, you give dictation. <laughs> 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 it's such a – listen, you know what? I, I mean, this whole thing is like she's going to get married, and it's all about marriage. They can't wait for these kids to get married. But every yeah. guy in the restaurant is like, oh, my wife, right? Yeah, yes that's ma'am. right. And there's going to be another guy who's going to like do a wife joke, which is kind of funny one. Uh, but still, yeah, like they all regret it, you know. Well, how 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 do you say so old? I was married twice. Oh. <laughs> but she can't wait to get. She's just looking for a fiance. She won't and shut he knows up her. About it. Yeah, but she wants. Oh, like, he yeah. knows
2: she died. He In knows the- that the fiance died.
0: Okay, so I have good news your wishing welcomes wishing ring comes with singer russell i think his name is adam russell okay uh, aaron russell so he's uh he's best known for besame mucho but he doesn't sing besame mucho he's That's gonna sing three songs into this uh thing. So the first song is gonna be in english he's he's crooning right now and then he's gonna go into another song uh, It's so strange, Carl, because he doesn't go on the main stage. He's happens to be at a table, and they just cue him, and then he sings off stage on the table. Yeah, is the chair tilted? I don't know. Yeah, that's a good question. There's another scene with him that later. That's not a he... good
2: question. That is a stupid question. It yes, just looks like about. he's look. Oh, he's not showing it now. It looked like he was leaning the. Ch- okay, okay.
0: This guy, you know, he's interesting. He's an American citizen. He moved to Mexico, kept his American citizenship, but he really? appeared in, yeah, he just performed there and he was in a bunch of Mexican movies. He was in a cartoon, Mexican cartoon, theatrically released cartoon in the seventies or whatever. Mm-hmm. So he, you know, he did his work. Uh, let me see. I have a list of the performers. What do you got? <laughs> God, it shouldn't be nice to have my nose right here. His name is Andy Russell uh he died in 92 he was born in 19. he first performed the 13 at coconut grove besame mucho is his big act uh the the cartoon from the 60s was called el nago de los sueños uh and he's also on
2: spanish tv or something
0: maybe why if there's subtitles you want to watch it nah
2: i just ask a good question
0: you know it's funny nancy drew there this is one of her rare adult roles she married Uh this oil baron guy and and uh, when he passed away she became a head of this company and one of the things the company did was produced episodes of lassie and she actually so she directed an episode of lassie she appeared i think as the mom and a narrator but the director of this film this this kind of also directed episodes of lassie later on Yeah, let me see if I can find a director he's you know I have not much to say about the writer he just cranked them out you know (laughs) I know that when you look for stuff uh, you go yeah it was a lot of things you never heard of so the director's his name is Harold uh, (laughs) Scheister 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 way to disrespect the guy uh, he did two things. He did B movies like this, and then he did a million. If you think TV you're Westerns. going to get
3: away with one number? You're crazy. What would you like? I love to this. Sing for noncore?
6: Well, uh, how
3: about Magic is the Moonlight, Tom? Well, that'd be swell, especially <laughs> in view of the fact you rehearsed it all morning. Aha! <laughs> he stole my joke. He stole
2: my yeah, joke. Like,
0: we're as the audience. We're we just saw uh, peek behind the curtain. <laughs> now it's quiet in the moonlight. He's great. He's wonderful. He's bland ultimately and what i noticed watching this movie is that he's going to segue into spanish and you'll never realize it
3: uh-huh because you're not paying attention
0: oh i'm paying attention In
3: not you i'm
0: waiting for him to mm. yes, well, uh, go into spanish I don't know if he had like a lot of musical acts like this during the show. The the episodes I listened to was just him chatting to ladies.
2: So maybe it was for the movie, or maybe you just
0: missed, you know. I think it's for the movies. hmm This show, man, he had ten million listeners. Hey, you that know? beats us. Wow, that beats us That's by nine beats million. Us by nine hundred thousand. Nine million 3. Three. People, that is a lot. <laughs> We're almost there. He's doing much better than us,
2: but but he's Let's... yesterday's news. He's yesterday's. <laughs> See,
0: he's
5: speaking he
0: I, the first time i watched this movie i was spacing out and i came to and i'm like what the fuck you speak he's yeah. spanish right now yeah. See, spanish yeah you didn't notice you was singing spanish
2: because you missed
0: it. oh my uh yeah i mean i just one of the reasons why i wanted to do this movie is that it's just a great pop culture curio Uh This guy was super popular. Opened up, owned a restaurant. Nice of time. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things you'll notice in this film is that how he, this is an office to him too. He goes back to the office basically. And there's a secretary here in the restaurant. It was like, there's someone waiting for you, Mr. Bennington. So I don't know. Like, I don't know how he really lived his life, but the poor guy had a heart attack at 47. So. All right.
3: As we do each morning, we'd like to award our orchid to our eldest guest, and I want a bit.
0: Now, who do you think it's going to be?
3: 71. Oh, 71. Oh, someone's oh, it, 70 got... Seven. yeah. 79, over here. 82. 82. 82.
0: Over there. He's going to do a Tom Bosley bullshit where he's repeating the way her cadence goes. 82. 82.
3: And so it is. The little lady over here.
0: Well, keeping the not. sound like on Hello there. There's a funny joke from How up. How
3: are you? 83. 83. 83. <laughs> a <Yeah>. female baritone. <laughs>
7: Did
3: you say that, sir? I'm 83 years old. Well, this is a ladies program, sir. <laughs> You'd look pretty silly walking down Hollywood Boulevard with an orchid in your lapel. <laughs> yes, I made a mistake. My daughter-in-law says I'm only seventy-eight. Hmm. <laughs> How'd you make a mistake like that? I've been married twice. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh,
0: oh. Right. Damn you, women. Cigar. Yeah, he has. He gives an eighty-three-year-old old man a fucking big-ass cigars and in, kept in his jacket. Well, it looks like you are officially the oldest bird in the room. And she's from California, Hollywood, California. So, yeah, she, she, I mean, she got hit by a car and despite that she came here. One of the things she does is that, I don't know if it's queen for a day or whatever the radio make you feel good by bringing up an old lady routine is. But he's going to bring up the old lady, and then as he does, he's going to give her an orchid and a kiss, which she insists. Now, you thought that like conversation about Cherry Valley was far-fetched?
3: I
2: did. Let's...
0: Yeah.
7: <laughs>
3: Tell me, do you have any children? Yes, one son. Mm-hmm. Grandchildren? One. Great-grandchildren? One. Annie, you're in a rut.
0: <laughs> right? God, can I call you Annie? Sure thing, Tommy. You're a very active woman for 82.
3: Oh, sometimes I feel that I'm not very active, but I've got my own teeth. (laughs) (laughs) I have mine, too, on the lower side.
0: (laughs) Now, Carl, do you know any 4 year old that talks like him?
2: It's well. It's a different time in our country. It's a different culture, but at the same time, these are so scripted.
0: Yeah, I know. It's it reminds me of War of the Roses. I Heart Radio. They, well, on you know, that
2: one, we were just given the premise, and then we ad libbed. You know, but I mean, this is literally scripted, and they're really sticking to the script. They could right. have made it look a, you know, just every now and then go or
0: you know stumbled on a word come on like it's just so obvious i know but his like his banter i don't i don't know if it's funny or not i can't i'm on the fence like he seems like he knows what direction the conversation is going to go and he's you know he's listening he's listening as a host to them and then right at that moment he nails it and the the bit's over but like for example She's saying they lived in a town in New Hampshire, but because her husband was a fireman, he had to be on call in another town. And that's the comedy routine a little inconvenient. It's like, it would be more inconvenient if you just burned the firehouse down and then he could stay in your place. Uh, right.
2: Hilarious. Hilarious.
0: Hilarious. This hunched over weird. I don't know. Is he like, he's not a sexy guy. He's like, is he a dad? Is he America's dad? Is he like friends to the old ladies? He gets involved in this movie because this show is only a half hour, the radio show. So well, we will
2: see. not like America's dad, you know.
0: Um He's friends to the old ladies, right? Like you, you're a housewife and you get a half hour with Tom. You have breakfast. Mm-hmm. It was on the Blue Network, Breakfast of Sardis, which was ABC. When he and Sardis sued him like a 100 million when he decided to do his own show, saying, what? hey, we're, we're going to do our we're going to keep doing breakfast at Sardi's. Breakfast is Hollywood. Sounds too confusing. It never happened. They never sued. They never Sardi's never did their own radio show after Tom. So Tom opened up his little restaurant and uh, oh, here's the Lily.
2: Now, I have a big mistake I've made now on 57th Street in Manhattan is Sardi's. There's the Russian Tea Room. Yeah, there was a third one. Uh, it's gone, long gone. So I'm forgetting it. But but am I wrong? Wasn't Sardi, was Sardi's a franchise? And there was one in New York and one in Los Angeles.
0: Do You know what? I'm going to hit myself in the head. That was the one section in that book, L.A.'s Landmark Restaurants by George Geary, that I didn't read about Sardi's. I just yeah. I said, wow, this guy. I saw the movie. I'm going to maybe do it. there isn't so,
2: Sardi's in Manhattan, but I there is a Sardi's.
0: I don't think they're related. There. They're not okay. related, Carl. Okay. I, I just think they just happen to be two. And if there is, they were. But yeah, I didn't really look up that. I should have because it's an old Hollywood Boulevard. Uh... This is good. It gives us a break from the restaurant. <laughs> I Honestly, I agree with you. So, I mean, the radio show is a half hour and this movie is about an hour 20. So we basically get to see the entirety of the radio show, I guess, ah. or the movie version of it. And then when it ends, the movie continues with the lives of these people. All right. She's taken out her gum. I used to hate doing raffles at comedy. And now her
2: fingers, her saliva fingers, the same thing that took out the gum, touched the,
0: well, I mean, can I point out there's only one person wearing a mask in that room? Jeez, (laughs) drives me crazy.
2: No, this is definitely pre pandemic. I mean, I'm guessing.
0: This probably they just funny. came out of a great world war. They had this days. was
2: post the 1890s pandemic. Wasn't, remember the, when 1920s, we had our pandemic, they talked about the last one. It was, wasn't it yeah. late 1800s? And yeah.
0: San Francisco had this rule saying like, because of this plague, if you're in Chinatown, you have to stay in Chinatown. Unless you work, you know, outside of Chinatown, then you're healthy enough to come join us.
2: That's weird.
0: Yeah. Oh, now, who is this lady? I forget. Columbus Ohio. I, don't so I
3: remember anything. No. Just a little nervous. Now, don't be afraid of this microphone. No. You've won our beauty kit.
0: Oh. Okay, this is Glinda. This is the gadfly's wife. Look at that beauty kit. Why do you it's call him loads? the
3: gadfly? What is a
2: gadfly? A gadfly is a person who's like a pain in the ass because they're uh, arguing against authority and they're... Uh,
0: I always think of Jackie Gleason. I always think of a man about town who's, you know, bigger than life and uh,
5: no, larger than a life.
2: gadfly is, like, Socrates was a famous gadfly because the establishment hated his muckraking. That's it's a
0: gadfly. A guy, a guy who goes out and cheats with his wife, you know, like in—so oh, he's he can't get to these ladies. It's one trouble after another. He gets—he hits a lady, walks into his car— <laughs> the cops have to bring him to the station now his car is busted and he has only one part and I got to order it so he's keep calling up his little mistresses saying almost listen
2: on my way we're going to
0: the track but one of the great things he says is we go we first go to the barbers for shaving a haircut and then we're off to the track and this guy will actually keep the ladies in the car while he goes gets a shave and a haircut we're done with the radio show it's over and the moment's over fucking ma smith just lies down now she's she can't whoo that car must have hit her harder than she thought now annie what's going on here oh this movie so basically she doesn't want to go to the hospital carl she's got her little dog the only thing that cares for her is she cares for him well don't worry Uh, i saw a sailor He'll go to your house and he'll he'll walk your dog. What? Oh, there's no bother. Like this guy. Yeah, see the, the sailor will help you. The sailor's here because he's buying a suit. Did the sailor
2: ever say to the host like, "Hey, you know, okay, you tricked me. I didn't know it was you." And you? No,
0: but you saw his face when he did that gulp. <laughs> You know, oh, silly me. He No, he never says, listen, you're a fucking asshole. And I didn't appreciate your mother pressing your pants joke either. And your mom's the garbage monster I saw in person, Tom. You know, that type of thing. Yes. You know how conversations go. Okay, a gadfly is a person who persistently annoys or provokes
2: others with criticism, schemes, ideas, demands, and requests. And that's because a gadfly is any various flies as a stable fly or a warble fly that bite or annoy domestic animals.
0: Interesting. So, okay. Philan- Philanthropist. It's,
2: it's got to be with the G, right?
0: It's a person Man who goes out on the and Look at this, Hollywood. This is like every day on Hollywood Boulevard. It's wheel of it. What's Look going
2: on? There's a car. That's so her going she, to the hospital
0: right because she was okay. okay she got her lily then after she got the vapors and they had to take her away she got the now lily. hey you mentioned my fiance and then you said you don't know him and that he was going out gonna marry someone named clara why don't you tell me what's going on well uh, see oh yeah i have a photo obviously you're friends with him
2: <laughs> it's a very small army right? a navy right there
0: Yeah, I mean, listen, there's only so much people you can fit into that boat. Yeah, well, he's like, I can't tell you. I got to walk this old lady's dog. You want to join me? So they're going to go to a weird, nondescript Hollywood park that I don't recognize and walk the dog.
2: So they're going to go together on a dog walking date even though it's not a date. So he knows that sh- the fiance is marrying another woman, but he's not <gasps> telling her because he doesn't. That want is to- right. Ding, ding, ding,
0: ding. Yes, he didn't die in the war, Carl. He just met a woman, another woman and then they married before they left before he shipped out. Oh,
2: he's already married even. Okay. Ladies.
0: Uh, ladies. He does have a really funny bit where he says sorry i'm oh no this is not his office there's his secretary Oh, found...
3: <laughs> good. why, why didn't you tell me he was so good looking Oh, uh, uh, miss hammer suppose you run along to lunch uh... i'd be glad
0: to ooh drop the hammer she's
2: disappointed so, yeah, that it... he's cheating
0: all right they can't wait to go so this poor guy hits a lady that's caused a delay Goes to the police office, delay, gets his car replaced, delay. Now finally they're in the office. Does everyone look like Gable? Oh, yeah, I don't think I have his shoulders. (laughs) Yes. We
3: are on our way to stop at the barbershop.
0: (laughs) All right, nothing can stop us. We'll stop at the barbershop, and who's there? Hey, that old lady is spinning in her grave. You got to go here back to the office back to the cop office. The I don't know where this is shot. Lisa, is this Hollywood forever? I don't know. I, I, okay, I So I the
2: radio show is over for the rest of the movie?
0: That's correct. Okay. That's correct. We're done. We're going to go back to Brenneman, Tom Brenneman's restaurant. But Of course. Yeah. So, you know, they're talking about the, the places they went in New York, and she, they didn't get chop suey because they couldn't afford it. These, and the,
2: the the captions are horrible it's saying the word dope it said suicide it said oh chop
0: suey. From... it's supposed to be chop suey it's, it's chop terrible suicide.
2: you know youtube shouldn't provide this service because it it's, should it's not if it's 80 percent correct that's still horribly wrong
0: I know. Honestly, I mean, it would be great if someone uploads it with, uh, there's ways to get subtitles and maybe edit it, but this is it's good for a fix. It's good for a fix. Are these lovely flowers? Carl, aren't they lovely flowers? What? Aren't they lovely flowers that they picked?
2: Yeah, they're lovely flowers. (laughs) $50 fine. That's a lot of money.
0: That's a lot of money, 1946. This is why I think like the director and the writer, they do their job. That bit could be in any movie. Hmm. Now, here's the amusement pavilion, which are, of course, in every... Is this Griffin Park? I have no clue. I wish I knew. Mm-hmm. So, back then, there was a Ferris wheel and a photo booth, Carl. 25 cents! That's a lot of fucking money. It comes with a frame.
2: What? It doesn't look... They don't look happy?
0: Well, that's exactly what they're saying. It says, well, can we do another one, but this time like, we're smiling, and then he... This Mac is like, well, gosh, I guess the problem is that we're just two different people and we're not connecting. Maybe if we like connect, we get a better picture. Like kissing? Well, you know, maybe put our arm around. Okay. He likes that. All right. Much better. And she goes, (laughs) you going to put the quarter in? You ready? Ready for what? To put the quarter in, silly. Oh. oh. oh, oh, oh.
2: Now they are getting
0: cozy. Yeah, he puts it. What is this asshole going to do? What is this loser going to do, Carl? Don't do it. Don't.
2: Oh, you idiot! Ah, I said, don't. "Goodness gracious!"
0: We now. Moved. I'm
2: goodness.
0: So this guy is kind of a jerk, you know. I mean, uh-huh. I guess he was overwhelmed, but he's being a jerk. And then he's going to tell the truth—the truth about her fiance. Oh, Carl. Uh oh the drama.
3: Both sort of in the same boat. What we need is somebody to help us over a hurdle, see? No, I don't see. There's something that you ought to know. Here we go. I'm gonna tell you what you're not gonna like. I don't want to hear anything more. As far as you're concerned, I'm terribly disappointed. Don't bother taking me back to the bus. But-
0: okay. Well go ahead and say it. Damn it.
3: Please, I don't want you to think I'm just making a play for you. I meant that kiss from the bottom of my heart. Do you realize what you're saying? I sure do. Then you're a fine friend of Jimmy. I'm a better friend of yours. That's why I want to tell you something. Here we go. What are you driving at? Just this. You may be in love with Jimmy, but you're not engaged to him. Why do you say that? Because he's married to somebody else. Married? I didn't want to tell you before because it was none of my business and I knew it would hurt you. I don't believe you. You're making it up. If it is true... Why didn't Jimmy tell me? Why didn't he write me? He was waiting to get up enough nerve. <laughs> he met a girl in Spokane. He hadn't seen you for over a year. Just went hook, Wait. line, and sinker for this other girl and married her the week oh. I shipped out.
0: A week shipped out. I'll tell
3: you sometime. You thought for
0: you Oh And then you just thought you could mack on me. <laughs> oh, no, it wasn't like that. I was really falling for you. From the bottom of my crotch. <laughs> 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 From the bottom of my... T- Tiny curly hairs. Well, the thing is,
2: like it, it's it. Back in these days, which I was not alive for, it was all about getting married, and it wasn't about dating. I mean, it was about dating, but you know, like,
0: right? I hear you. Like, it, yeah, they're not dating. I
2: mean, the '60s game. People were having. Look, the thing is, back then, people did have sex, but it wasn't. You know, some girls did, some girls didn't, and it wasn't publicly. Okay, now the police station is over. So it's, how is he going to get to a barber? Like, how does that come up? Look at my...
0: It's going to need- come up. I swear to God, the the writer had a little machine and he fixed it up and everything's going as planned. Okay. So they're going to go to Del Mar, but first a haircut. Let's do it. Nothing can stop us, Carl. He does have a funny line, like, they could have paid out bail, but, you know, he had to give his opinion about the police to that nice man. How did I know he was a ch- chief of police? <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, they're done. Okay. They're going off. Nothing can stop them. Nothing's going to stop them. In a car from the 40s where people sit in the front seat, nothing's going to stop him it was oh. like
2: oh no something's
0: gonna stop him yeah punk <laughs> how weird is that okay now this is she won a uh makeup makeup so she's gonna go to the salon and cash in her at the chip. radio
2: contest
0: yeah well you know because it was a prize they were given a makeup kit and a free do-over so she's gonna go get her makeup or makeover whatever they called it in the 40s yeah it's a fancy place. Hey, Brad, let me get the door for you. Here's Now, this is the nurse of the old lady. And uh, so, so this is on the inner door. Well, all right, I got to go. This guy's one of those assholes like, listen, I, I can't talk. I, I My love life's on the line, right? He even goes to the office of Tom Brenneman. Hi, I came to talk to Tom Brenneman. Do you have an appointment? No, but this is about love. And it's really <laughs> important. She's done with them. She's taking the first bus uh, from Min- to Minneapolis. Gotcha. Where She's taking from. the 5 o'clock. She's taking the 5 o'clock, Carl. She's already going to go. I got, I got, he's a busy man. Will you tell Mr. Brennan it's about love? Oh, oh, well, right away, sir. And fucking Brennan he's like, oh, well, I got to help this couple. No, you fucking don't. Why don't you take your Tom Bosley ass and get the fuck out of here? <laughs> Tom Bosley, the dad from Happy Days. Yes, Mr. Brenneman, there's a star-struck sailor here. Bring mm. him in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and what is this? Is this his office or the restaurant office? I guess it's the...
2: I was going to guess the restaurant. That's where he lives, practically. Well,
0: you know, he was the honorary mayor of the city of Encino. One of the things that Brenneman did. Yeah, so he would be there for openings. He would have the oversized scissors and cut the yeah. ribbon. So I don't know if he lives in Encino. That's where he was driving from the the valley. This guy, like, mind your own fucking business, Tom. He had a magazine, Tom Brenneman magazine, right? Where where he was on the cover every month. What no. happened was when he
2: really—that's the Oprah yeah. move.
0: Yeah, no, he was Oprah before Oprah. He when he passed, right? uh I think it was buried in Glendale but all women brought scent orchids to put on his grave and oh, wow. out of respect because he used to get and then um they try to keep the show going there was a guy named Gary Moore he had a New York radio show he would fly in to Hollywood to do the morning show eventually the show like I think 48 it just it was done you know after his death they tried it didn't they have the did. same thing yeah, they tried, you know, I don't think um
2: it all revolved so. around his personality. it feels like
0: Absolutely. So Gary Moore flies in from New York to host show. Show cancelled 49. Brennan gets a star on uh, on Hollywood Boulevard in 1960.
2: Uh-huh.
0: But oh. you know, actually, there's one guy in this movie that has three stars on Hollywood Boulevard. I think it might be Spike. It is Spike. Spike mm. Jones has one for radio, one for music, and one for television, the Spike Jones show. So he has three stars well. Whoa, 10 minutes to five, the the bus is going to leave. And they do the classic Sacramento, San Francisco, Spokane, Minneapolis, Philadelphia, you know, like, wow, I would hate to be on that fucking bus. All right, sailor out of (laughs) the way.
2: A lot of stops.
0: She goes to the locker to get her suitcase with all her stuff in it. This is
2: obviously pre-9-11.
0: Pre steal shit from locker 11, right? I mean, even the 40s, I would be jimmying in that.
2: Well, yeah, but I mean, that's when it went away. Like, you used to have lockers and buses, uh, stations all the time. Uh, it when was, was the last
0: time you saw a locker so in the Port Authority?
2: I'm remember? going back to high school, yeah, when I used to go in there with Tom Kroll. There was, uh, uh lockers the, the concept was you got all your luggage you're only in town for a day or, or five hours or something so you you buy a locker and you could just roam around without your unencumbered without your luggage okay so now why is he going okay so the nurse he's giving a
0: speech he's he's being he's negging her he's being negative he's like come on annie you could pick up your heels off of this this is nothing come on here's the battle and she's saying, I don't have any battle left in me, dude. Yeah. My husband's dead. I take care of my dog and that's it. I have nothing to to think about. And he goes, well, uh, you know, there's this young couple that uh, I'm trying to admit. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, perhaps you can together. help. Yeah. Well, maybe I could send them over here. Oh, I don't think you should, but maybe you should. Yeah. So now the spark of life is, is reunited because Tom is going to bring in this couple for her to meddle in.
2: I thought they were going to sleep together, and that would be her.
0: <laughs> that then he realizes she's only in her fifties.
2: Yeah, right.
0: Yeah, yeah. They don't. He doesn't. He doesn't. He does have a wife in real life. She showed up on the show. He would call her a baritone singer. So, second time I heard him say the word baritone, weird, right? But he he was yeah. married. He, he, she doesn't show up in this movie. I yeah, really enjoyed when up. he says,
2: you sound just like my mother.
0: <laughs> so wait a minute. Oh, yeah, I gotta go. There's some people in trouble. I, I nothing to bother with. People are in trouble. Oh, yes, I said nothing to bother Well, you know, maybe I can bring them over. What a fucking asshole. Mind your goddamn <laughs> business.
2: <laughs> well, he's right saving there. her. He's saving her, right? And he's saving them.
0: Yes, that's right. Because... The, the, the drama from the mornings uh, radio will be resolved by tom and by the night the morning zoo now what's interesting is that there's still two more musical numbers we're going to see the king Colk trio we're going to see spike jones uh and the musical numbers are like 15 minutes before this movie ends it's like you know fuck you <laughs> <laughs> i have the musical numbers 25 minutes into the film 45 minutes into the film okay. and then, you know, it's kind of like the filling time this whole movie. Yeah, I mean, this was a B movie. You know, it was not 90 minutes. It was just enough time to be added to another film uh, on a double header. On and a double uh, you know, a lot of these movies had musical numbers in it. You know, and they the plot kind of worked around it. All right. This guy's a fucking loser. So he's there and he's like, come on. There we go. San Francisco, Sacramento, Salt Lake City, Cheyenne. It's going to be a long
2: drive.
0: Jeez. Then finally, Minneapolis. God. He's like, come on. Listen, I didn't mean not to tell you and kiss this. And he goes, come on, sailor, get the fuck out of here. All right, sailor, get her out. I guess, like, people, civilians had respect for everybody. You know, we still had a wartime mentality. It's like, come on, mm-hmm. sailor. So he's like jumping up at her window, say, come on, come on. It's not working.
2: Trying? It's not working. No.
0: Yeah. I mean, her fiance came looking for her fiance and then finds out not only does a fiance got married, but this, she found out from a guy Mac and her. Crushed. That's right. Learn to act.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, he won't go on to do... He'll go on to do one to be in... Yeah, he did season. it. It
0: was 1941. This is 46.
2: Oh, so this was a step up for him.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah, he's a leading role. Now, this guy said... He brings up the Delmar race. He says, I can't believe so-and-so won in the first, which is kind of a callback to the other guy.
2: Yeah, the other guy.
0: Now, he told Sailor, I'll be right there, and I'm going to help you. And then he gets a call from old lady and he's like, right. I'm on my way. So he's late because he just talked to old lady. And now it's too late. And now <laughs> who bumps into it? Here's a really odd thing that her character does she mispronounces Tom Brenneman's name. She throws in a second R, it's very hard. Brennerman. And this must be a beef for this guy because it's in the script. And the name is Brenneman. And she tries it. Brenner-man? Brenner. brenner brenner she has been dissed
2: twice.
0: Oh, yeah, well, she mispronounced it to the old lady at the table, and the old lady corrected her, too. Uh-huh. It's just a running gag. So here's the plan. Tom, uh, he's pulling in a favor as honorary mayor of Encino, as it were. He's <laughs> calling the cops and right. saying, yeah, she, I, she, he's going through some California town. So he calls the local authorities to say, pull over the van, tell pull her off the bus say that she stole the ring from this morning and tom brenneman wants to talk to her <laughs> okay
2: all this is in service of love this is in it's kind of not
0: realistic a fucking what's up with the cops oh it's for love okay yeah like right you know, i would
2: like to see mr brenneman well he's very busy but it's for love okay <laughs> Okay. Right, you Are
0: do you do- trying to tell me we falsely arrested a woman, pulled her off a bus just so this guy could have a second chance? Okay. Look All how right.
2: pretty I am.
0: I know, it's so weird. It's weird. She looks the same.
3: Advantage. I can hardly wait till my husband sees me. Why not surprise
0: him? Her cheating husband, Carl.
2: Can't yeah, wait. that's right. They're cheating husband. Oh, but hilarious. that'll probably wrap up great. It'll probably you look terrific.
0: Now, one of the things she says is she's as a housewife, she doesn't want to go gavel walking around showing off her looks. It's Gal- for her husband who gallivanting, Gal-
2: Gal- say it, say it.
0: Gal-a-vanting. Gal-a-vanting. Okay. <laughs> gallivanting. I'm gonna have to say it in four more sentences. Oh she got goodness. this tip she gives her. She gets she she gives a couple bills. Here's a quarter. Here's a quarter. Very nice. <laughs> and this the woman who did her hair has this fake accent. She could finally drop it, now and she got her tip. Yeah. Alright. So speaking she... of gallivanting, who should be chit chatting away? <laughs>
3: and when we come out of the police station I'm out the battleship with, a moccasin.
0: with a moccasin. I love this guy. Did you hear what he said? Those two little lollipops, yeah, yeah, po- yeah, po- yeah, yeah, the hole in the, the battleship. You're the mark, isn't it? He knows how to handle Ah, you're right about that time, Herman. For right now,
3: those two little sweet patooties are sitting out front. So sorry, they do anything for me. But my laundry. Don't You sure know how to handle it. He certainly got those two eating out of his hands. Well, if I chance again, I was just naturally born with it. Excuse me, Mr. Cartwright, but the ladies sitting outside in your car say that if you don't come out in two minutes, they're going to come in and wipe up the floor with you.
0: With you. Uh,
3: you better forget the shampoo
0: for and let me get out of here. Yeah, it was in a session with getting a haircut. You, right? Oh, what boy. Can I do for
3: you, please? Oh, good evening.
0: Does it recognize you? You
3: and your girlfriend think it's going to be one. You're optimistic. <laughs> that's a good one
0: E gods, that was my wife <laughs> right the payoff is the barber laughing at that
2: <laughs> he didn't say
0: egads he said egads i know the guy is fucking a uh not a gadfly. he's the best i love that guy
2: what is everything he shows up? is the, the term same you're thing you're
0: thinking of
2: gallivanting, gallivanting. Maybe that's what you're like thinking like a man
0: about town, like a
2: gallivanting,
0: Ugh. yeah, a galliv- a gallivantor Uh oh, cops are pulling them over. Look at this, California define 40s. gallivanting, pull aside of an apple orange tree or whatever, go around from one place to another
2: in the pursuit of pleasure and entertainment. That's got to be what you're thinking,
0: yeah. Well, that's what he's doing. Is there a Miss Larson on board? Oh, that's me. Yes. Uh, yes. Did Even you know everybody in the bus officer? Well, yes, I was on his radio show just this morning. So they got it. So the cops, I mean, this is illegal, right? I mean, you can't. Yes. Do shit.
2: It's a lie. It's a lie. He. It's false charges. I don't know what you would call it.
0: And also, like, I would sue for being, making a scene on the bus, too, in front of everyone. I was so embarrassed. <laughs> now will you tell me what's going on? Mr. Brenneman wants him back in the office. We're not going to a police station. We're going to go back to Mr. Brenneman's weird office in the restaurant. Call the yard. We're almost done. I swear. Nighttime. Tom Brenneman's. There was a big sign that said ham and eggs. So here's uh, now Spike. Now we get Mann. a number. This is a great performance. You know, it's typical stuff. It just, everything's bad on purpose. Everything sounds great.
3: Uh, come on. Is he going going to When the night falls silently, the night falls silently.
0: Right? Ad nauseum. They'll be like a guy in the audience, They'll say, "Shut up!" Everything's just synced perfectly. I, I always like silent. I mean, the joke is it's not silent. No, not at all. Because they trip over the waiter at, right on that queue. and you know, like people will interrupt them, and they'll do musical interludes. It, it's all very clever shit. I don't know. Do you know the director Spike Jones with a Z? Y- y- yeah,
2: I know. Who's
0: director? He was a fan, like I guess making uh, uh, skateboard videos in the nineties for Sassy magazine. He used the the moniker instead of Spike Jones, who we see right here, Spike Jones with a Z, you know, kind of as an homage, a little reference. But then Spike uh-huh. Jones with a Z becomes huge, famous director, and he's stuck with that name. So he's
2: getting hit because he's making noise.
0: Yeah, right. It's all rhythm. Like, it's all, like, I don't know, it's all well synchronized Hello.
8: Hello. Hello.
9: Hello
0: there,
5: girl. What do you say,
0: boy? <laughs> <Hello>. Right? <laughs> that bell-blank <laughs> sputtering, like. It's what do you a say?
3: Joke.
0: That was his joke. Did you say hello? 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 Hello What's it? What is on her head? Oh, some silly hat, I think. They're like, dressed up, dressed down.
3: Will forward, a-
0: I don't, like, fucking... <sighs> Russell has to sing from a chair. King Coltrio has to do... Uh... Oh, this is kind of funny.
3: <laughs> I will forward, well,
0: Light the path <laughs> <laughs> Again, like Carl, we talked about this before about uh, dinner theaters and, and movies. Are they real or are they a set?
2: Well, w- yeah, we talked about nightclubs, right? Yeah. yeah, are are they a real thing or just something that we, you know, like the movie? like something we would like to see in the real world. Like anytime I saw those 80s punk rock clubs in a movie, I would like to go down to the 80s punk rock club. It's just no such thing.
0: Second time he shots a gun. Yeah, right, we know for being 80 kids, that's not real life. But someone younger than us who hasn't experienced it will be like, okay, that's- Those Those those, were
2: the good old days of the 80s, yeah.
0: According to the paper record, that's what it looked like. So when we see stuff from the 40s, we assume, but this is his restaurant. So is this really his restaurant in the interior or did they shoot it in a lot?
2: Hmm. Interesting question, because you would want the back open for all the uh, behind the scenes stuff. And you can't have that in a contained, maybe it is the restaurant and there was enough. room.
0: Because if I'm paying money to see breakfast in Hollywood, the movie, I would want to see the actual place. It was shot. Like that's why that's where my nickel is going to. You
2: remember, we went to the cheers bar. I remember.
0: I, and I was like, I what remember, is this
2: bullshit? This isn't Cheers?
0: It's the exterior. Oh, Carl, I, w- I remember we went down there, and there was a guy sitting at the bar, and he looks at me, and he pats me on the shoulder. And he goes, hey, there's Norm over there. I think Norm is over there. <laughs> he patted me on the shoulder, and I turned my young ass at, around and got the fuck out of there. I'm like, mm-hmm. I it's just don't want to fucking deal with this shit. Yeah, we got her photo out there. That's actually on our uh
2: Who's feeding Facebook the dog? Place. Yeah, that's right.
0: Who's okay, feeding? so I, what's that?
2: Who's feeding the dog?
0: Oh, it's it's the sailor. It's uh-huh. I, I brought you a T-bone. And she sees him, and she's like, "Oh my gossip heart!" He's
2: not Come in his sailor's out. Oh, okay. He's dressed normally. Okay.
0: So, well, so so he makes a joke when he when Tom picks him up in the beginning of the movie. What are you in for town? He goes, "I'm here to pick up a suit." He goes, "Oh, I hope it's not blue suit." He's, he "Oh no, Mister, I'm done with that. It's a regular it's a civilian suit." So that's the reason why he's dressed up. He got his suit from Uh, Hollywood. Looks good. Looks
2: a little large on him.
0: I know. Well, this whole movie, the role is a little large on him. (laughs) He's been acting this whole way. Yeah, so I guess through the window, they're gossiping. And she's like telling him like, oh, you know, don't worry about it. The cops picked her up and brought her back to Tom Brenneman's. Tom Brenneman's? The restaurant? Oh, I should go over there. He doesn't say what a shitty thing you guys to do, right? Yeah, Getting the cops involved,
2: right? right.
0: Oh. Let me. I I wrote a book. I got a bunch of notes, but I think we pretty much went through it. I, I should also mention. uh So Bondi here, she's interesting. You know her from the Waltons, but you know how she she passed away at ninety two years old in nineteen eighty one on New Year's Day. She oh. tripped. Oh, I don't know. What happened was she tripped over her cat and she broke her ribs, and she died wow. from complications after that in '92. Okay, here's like the seedy bar, the segregated bar, I should say, across the street. Now, for some reason, he walks in. He's trying to find his wife, so he goes up to the funny '40s uh, bartender.
3: This is the Bureau of Missing Persons. What does what she look like? She's the most beautiful woman in the world. <laughs> Why don't you try Tom Brenneman's? They all wind up there sooner
0: or later. They all wind it's up there sooner or yes. later. <laughs> I never thought you'd Right? The, yeah, this is a great song. Fucking neck and I always knew he was a singer. To be bad,
2: oh, he was a com- completely a pianist. He was a crooner, yes. And, yeah.
0: He's- With Nelson Riddle. But he and then of course we know him because of Natalie Cole, his, his daughter did it. Well a no, but we movie. know
2: um the original Unforgettable. We certainly knew that before Natalie was around.
0: What was his big songs? I have it listed here. Too. Unforgettable. Unforgettable it's only a paper moon. Route sixty six. That was not him.
2: That was not him. That he must cold. have did
0: a He did a version. Maybe it's not the song uh, we know. Uh huh. Gotcha so this you notice their trio there's no drummer
2: yeah it is better it's better seen.
0: to be. Young. It's just a lot tighter it's a really good song you know they say like your gal she has this smelly perfume and your pal you know man's best friend is a dog so you're better right. off by yourself it's <laughs> I do recommend seeing this movie by yourself just so you don't hear us talk over this Actually, the guitarist, I'm going to play a little of that. It fucking smokes. Yeah, so the movie just grinds to a halt. We just got 15 more minutes left. But beforehand, we got to get our musical numbers in. Oh, here we go. Check them out. Amazing. But then it'll play a Tom Brenneman's. Carl? yeah what wait
2: that's right why are we is this the bar where he asked have you seen my wife
0: that's right and then uh. he leaves he says she's old old bat they all wind up at tom brenneman's and he's like okay and then he leaves but it just so happens that the band we saw in the intro is there So we might play. as
2: well listen to him as long yeah. as we're here i guess <laughs> i guess
0: yes but again, like these movies, you you want some musical numbers in there. You can get some musical acts. Oh, now there's Hedda Hopper. She's giving the latest report. Okay. Will you check okay. back? All right. Good business work. You're at Tom Brennan. This is finally some of the characters meet.
3: Oh, excuse me, but uh, could you by any chance direct me to someone who could perhaps help me? Oh, what about? As a matter of fact, I'm, uh, I'm looking for my wife. It's quite a long story. Well, this sounds like a good story. You couldn't have chosen a better person. What's her name? Cartwright. But she probably isn't using it now. Well, uh, what does she look like? Oh, she's out of this world. She's gorgeous. <laughs> this I must see. Come on, I'll help you track her down. Oh, excuse me, it's uh, it's because of this and that that I'm looking for her now. Thank you. Thank
0: <laughs> you. He thinks it's so funny. I'm in another movie. You know, Hedda Hopper was a fucking actress in the 30s. She's in hundreds of oh. movies before she died. Oh, no. She's going to sit on no. Zazu's. No, not that. Of There's the a funny poor, joke in here. I'm
8: hear. Sassy. You're Hedda Hopper, aren't you? <laughs> well, I was not on home this morning. Oh. You know, I'm one of your
3: most ardent fans. Ardent. Arden. You mean you were? What? Oh, look what I've Here done you to your hair. Oh, that's perfectly all right. It wasn't silly enough anyway. Oh,
0: it couldn't have come to a happier end. It couldn't have come to a happier end. Oh, she her butt is it. the end? Uh, uh. Her butt being the end. <laughs> so she's giving her a genuine head of hop rat. Hey, Carl, wow. what do you get when you put your dick in a cheese clopper? What do you get? Uh, Look at that chapeau. Now what would she be doing
2: there on her own that she is look uh, at that?
0: She's she's ignoring her husband. She's all dolled up. Oh, come now, let's not be ridiculous. Why, I've
3: been worried sick about you. Oh, please don't bother to sit down. I'm just about to leave. Well, after all, my dear, fun is fun, but this is becoming ludicrous. You can is here, Oh, thank you. As your husband, may I be so nosy as to inquire where you're going? Oh, I don't know. The Macambo, maybe Cerro's? I don't know yet. Well,
0: may I accompany you?
3: Oh, I'm afraid not. You're hardly dressed for the occasion. <laughs> <laughs>
0: No, this guy,
3: Rose Before Hoes. Come crack, but she had me tell the cab company she wanted to go to 26 Canyon Drive. 26 Canyon Drive. That's our home.
0: <laughs> hey, bros <Dude>. Before hose. <laughs> Meanwhile, back at Tom Bradenman's. God, look at how big that was. I think the entrance was in Hollywood, but like there's parking around the corner on Vine, and then I think the restaurant was kind of on Vine. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, I don't You're understand what? this. Now, is this the administrative offices of the restaurant? It must be because
9: yeah,
2: only made, that's you. the only location we know in the film with Tom Brenneman, so it must be.
0: Yeah. All right, officer. Thank you. You can wait outside, officer. Now he's never gonna tell the officer that I, I asked you to do this out of malice or whatever. Like it's not a real charge. Malice? Well, what might, what would it be? Will you, your you brain trick a scrambled? a little bit i've been gavelizing mike define malice Um, uh, that's Correct. when you get drunk that's it's right. when you slur when you slurge alice's name after a couple drinks
2: <laughs> you that's right i just googled yeah. it
0: that's what google says all right well i guess uh she's not angry at him you know but that's uh, such a long drag. But Brennan's going to do it, dude. He's going to do the Tom magic, the little tomfoolery of his. He just ring. get better. that young couple together.
2: What's in it for him? It's in a movie? Nothing.
0: He's going to report this to the old lady, and the old lady's going to live. Oh,
2: uh, just report it, not be part so. of it?
0: Yeah, I think he, like, calls the nurse, and then... Uh, while she's pretending to be asleep. And while she pretends to be asleep, she overhears the conversation on the phone with the nurse where Tom says, They're together.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: so she fakes sleeps while smiling. <laughs> I don't know. I, I think place. these guys are, are a little scummy. Oh, here he is. Give, you have my girl. I have, get out of my way, you, 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 you. Cop. Character actor cop. Hey, buddy, where do you think you're going? I'm going to follow after you. Mr. Brennan, he came walking. In. It's all right, copper. Anything can happen in here. Usually does, too. Yeah. I
3: was told he had you arrested. He just had me brought back because you asked him to. Shall I take him outside? No, let him stay. The excitement's all over. This thing will settle down to a good old-fashioned family fight. Then you won't need me. Oh, thank you very much, officer. You've done the mayor of Encino a great turn tonight. Not at all,
0: you're it's night. Encino. Encino, man. Encino. Encino man? Yeah. yeah, I remember. Holly Shore. Yeah. That's where he lived. He lived next to Shore. Come on, let's Pauly hear Shore, it. Right?
2: Let's hear it.
0: Oh, dear Lord. Okay, hang on.
3: Here's her purse. See, I'm sorry, Mr. Brennerman, but gosh, now what do I do? The only thing a gentleman can huh? do. Leave her alone? Mom? No. Give her no. a chance to change her mind. But she just walked out. Only
0: to be followed.
3: Well, how do Maybe? you figure
10: that?
0: She left her purse.
3: Holy mackerel, am I dumb. Yeah. All right. Turn to the camera. And give you your final look. Gee, I'd like to feel like that just one more day before I die. Two years. Whoa.
2: Yeah, you got 600 and something days, buddy.
0: I also don't understand, like, I'd be so self-conscious eating bacon on the, the audience. Like, you know. And then you go to dinner and you, you have to stop and watch the act and then you got to get up and dance. I'm a little weird about it.
3: Dorothy. Yes?
0: You forgot your pocketbook.
3: Oh, oh. so I did. Thanks.
0: You're welcome. Oh, Carl. Could I talk? Can, we, uh, I think we already had everything to just talk about. Well, it's just that it was pretty shitty of me not to tell you up front. Oh, well. Oh, do you want to dance? So she puts her pocketbook right in there. I guess that you could do that in clubs. Sure. They don't, they don't have lockers. Look at him. Is he going to jerk off afterwards? He's smoking, too.
2: Come on, Mike. That's not fair. He was curious. He just put these two together. He wants to see his work. One last thing
0: to do. Watch this. What's this.
2: Rolled his eyes.
0: God, oh, that stupid smile of this. They put the spotlight, and he's just sitting there waiting to do a musical number, right? And they got the first <laughs> yeah. girls there.
2: Hey, watch it! Hit the light on those guys.
0: This is the yeah. second
2: number you are talking about,
0: right? He never gets on the stage properly. He always has to stand right. on the side.
2: Yeah, he's always in the tables. <laughs> yeah. Disrespect. The
0: I mean, dinner clubs work that
2: way.
5: Amor amor,
2: amor
0: amor. by the way, in English.
2: Aless, oh please, less. <laughs> oh,
0: less. Oh, you took my amor joke. God damn it. Aless, <laughs> a, less, a less. Oh, a less. I had thought of a very elaborate amor joke. and you beat me to it?
2: When you mute a stupid Italian song, that's a less. Eh? Oh, Thank goodness. <laughs> a little less. Uh...
0: I don't think it's his fault that it doesn't come across on the screen. He's a crooner. And the crooners have a certain style. And they, they don't have microphones, right? They have to, like, sing from the start of the <laughs> They love her. They
3: love
2: him. I'm sure even
0: might yeah,
5: yeah. handsome
0: and he's, he's singing the love. It's a you know, good song desame mucho is a good song it's weird that it's not included even though it was a hit at the time
2: well maybe that's why maybe that he was you know that, that yeah. had, had its run and he was going for the next
0: he, he gets three numbers in this movie that's that's one more than the other acts mm-hmm. but again this movie ends in four fucking minutes why do you have to fucking throw in another act beforehand okay it gives a little white <laughs> He approved. It reminds me of uh, SCTV where Eugene Levy dressed up as uh, Perry Como. Perry Como yeah. is still alive and he's lying <laughs> right. on the couch doing his crooning songs.
2: But he was crooning, the, also part of that joke was he was crooning contemporary disco stuff.
0: Right, that's right. Stay alive. I like the nightlife. <laughs> I want to boogie. <laughs> he's he's
2: lying
1: on a couch. Yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck you, Cruders. But they do get a final dance together. And then you're going to give a speech. He's going to say... Oh. Now, don't forget, she, thought she came all the way to Los Angeles because she wants to meet her fiancé. And then she finds out the fiancé dissed her. Right, And now she meets the guy who wants her and he's like, we should get married. It's like, uh, all right, you know, give me a breath mint and uh, like an intermezzo or something to kind of clear my head. And then, yeah, sure. It's kind of weird how like they don't even know each other. This is what I was saying before. Like it was
2: all about marriage because marriage meant like sex,
0: you know? So- right. This is a day of the life movie. It takes place in one day. Yeah. So, yeah, they're going to get married at the end of the day. They
2: just met today, and then they're going right. to get married. And no wonder it's like, oh, my wife, right?
0: Right. Because you got married like two seconds after meeting her.
2: Right. So you
0: know. we're almost done. I think he calls the old lady, if he hasn't already. We've known each other yeah, about
2: 14 hours, and you have to give me a little time to <laughs> think just about a it. A little time. Huh?
0: Before we tie the knot? I was all ready to tie a knot with your buddy. How much time? Three or four minutes. Okay, here we go.
3: And I hope we'll live happily ever after. Oh, Mrs. Reed will be so happy to hear it. She'd be it so happy to
0: hear it, but she's asleep right now.
3: Thank you for calling.
0: Or is Good she? Night. Look at her little smile. Well, how do we end this fucking movie?
3: Good night, Pop. Good night, Pop. Good night, girls. Good night. So it's closing... See, Pop, what a day. Well, you through for the night, Tom? Yeah, all through. Oh, yeah, we'll all say, I have been wanting to tell you this. You know, me and Ma sure like your radio program. Oh, thanks, Pop. Look at that time and me up at 5 a.m. in the morning. Yeah, some Brilliant. of the more gags and crazy hacks and foolishness. And- yeah, some yeah problems more this day Heartache and headaches yeah. and whatnot. <laughs> Oh, by golly, that's what makes the world go round, that's <laughs> And me with it. <laughs> yeah, enjoy it like that, buddy. You old
5: scallywag,
3: you. That's. Brennan. Oh, there go. Oh, no, not it's you. Drenom. I just wanted to tell you that Miss Hopper sat on my pangram hat. Oh, that's too bad you weren't wearing it at the time. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Yeah, Do you, would would you, you mind trying it on so I could tell my friends that you wore it? Oh, thank you, Mr. Brammaman. You're welcome. Oh, you do kiss ladies whose hats you try on, don't you? Oh, why not? Everything else has happened to me today. I know what a day. Mm. Thank you, Mr. Brammerman. Oh, the name is Brammaman, honey. <laughs> Good
0: night.
4: It does. It's, 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 it's
0: from And that's it. There's a picture of the stupid hat. Dumb dumb hat. Wow, Carl, what'd you think of this movie?
2: Believe it or not, I did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. <laughs> it's lots what's of reasons the- to think this film is. I, I was amused and entertained, and uh, you know,
0: what's not to like?
2: Well, what's there's not like plenty- to
0: like. <laughs> it's it's not two hours. I like that. Nat King Cole and a young Nat that King Cole, good. right? When he's doing swing music. Spike Jones, that's classic comedy. I feel like Dr. Demento is going to do the outro. I can't uh-huh. believe it. Then you get some singer who's fine, you know. Then I like when movies are TVs become movies, right? Right. So they have, there are movies really that are based know. on. There are movies based on radio shows. There's Fibber McGee and Molly. There's, you know, there's... And trust me, I will look at Prairie Home up.
2: Companion.
0: Prairie Home Companion is a great example. Right. That was Robert Altman trying to do something like this, you know. But that's, like, yeah. the final night, and there's, like... I don't know. But, yeah. So, we get to see a reenactment. It's that cheesy, fake relationship stuff that's been a staple on radio uh, from day one. Right. And then this guy is so weird. I mean, he seems like an old fuddy but he's not he brings up old ladies who are actually not old ladies I don't know yeah. there's just something the about this film and then of course just the location just to see that little uh, Hollywood and Vine uh, stop go sign yeah you know? and it's yeah. slice
2: of time slice of uh, you know a slice of history uh, with uh, everything 40s and you
0: know it's his only movie he didn't show up in other movies you know Hedda Hopper did but he, he did not All right. Well, that has been Breakfast at Hollywood. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I like that movie. Good job, Mr. Brennerman. Uh, (laughs) Brennerman. That has been our time. We hope you enjoy it. We'll be back next week. Again, we'll be here on Muni Radio, Sunday, 2pm PST, uh, and we will then drop as a podcast Sunday night, and then you can find us on YouTube. Obviously, you have L-W-A-F-L-M-O-Y-T. Carl, that was a lot of fun. I look forward to next week, where you resume (laughs) research Uh, the switcheroo it's just a regular how did i do carl
2: you did great you did great you knew all your research and it
0: was terrific all right hey hear that i got myself in the back carlsucks.com check out everything carl is doing he has other social uh he's on other podcasts you should check it out go check out jokes to carl and make sure you leave a comment as people do and uh I'm, i'm elsewhere we will be back next week. Hope you join us. Take care. Let's watch
3: a full-length
2: movie on Wrote this song, my turn-ons are dancing in the dark, kissing on a lark, and peeing in the park. You should follow me on Twitter, it's Jokes to Carl. That's the duh of France, not the duh of dumbass. But never mind that, don't follow me now. Follow me later. I mean, for right now. Ah, let's watch a full-length movie. On the-
11: 6 o'clock it's Friday night you're at mutinyradio.fm and .sf and it's time for happy hour the happiest hour of two hours of comedy on the internet streaming and everywhere else that exists with comedy happy Friday yay you're all here we're all here it's four minute sets you'll hear the horn at three I try to do it on a punchline so that it doesn't disturb you too much (laughs) the scary clown horn Uh, But we're gonna do those sets, and it's gonna be really fun. And we're gonna be each other's audience because it doesn't look like there's any people with souls in here today. But usually people come by, and they're like, "Oh, the comedy, what's going on?" And then there's real people here sometimes too. So yay! Thanks for being here, though, and be nice to each other as audience and clap your hands together for your first comedian, everybody. It's Kelly Evans.
2: Hey,
12: what's going on, everybody? Hell yeah. I decided not to go home for the holidays. Give it up for me. Thank you. Um, Yeah, I don't know. Every time I'm there, I just end up missing here, you know? And so, you know, in order to get a piece of home, I sometimes have to walk outside and take a shit on the sidewalk, you know? And that's... I bring a piece with me. You know what I mean? Um, If you don't know I'm from Texas, Uh, that's how they say it. You have to say it with a little bit of racism, you know? That's how... Texas, you know? Like, you just don't really... You're not quite sure about Chinese people. You know what I mean? That's how... No offense. Um, no, it is a very racist place, though. I don't know. It eh, Kind of. Anyway, um, I don't know if you know this about the South, but it's racist. And, uh, I mean, so much so, in fact, there are some people who think the South is going to rise again. That's like a statement they say in, in Mississippi. The South shall rise again. Like, not with those test scores. Man, you know, have you seen... The science and math scores, like you got to be able to spell secession to do secession. I'm pretty sure. Tight. Um, let's see. What else? Uh, oh, I, I speaking of racism, um, I was in an Uber the other day and the driver was like, Chinese people can't drive. And he was Korean. So that was weird. You know, I was like turns out white people are the only one feeling bad about racism. We are, other races are just living it up. You know, they're just having a great time. It's just a wild thing to say, go back to where you came from when you're also not from here. You know, the shit was weird. Um, I, uh, let's see, I used to do Oxycontin. Thank you. I'm a hero. Um, yeah, I did Oxy and I stopped doing it cause my family was upset and um so i you know once i kind of got off drugs i was like spending a lot more time with them you know i actually learned something i should have kept doing the oxy i should have just kept doing yeah my family sucks they are it was not worth it honestly um i'd rather be an addict uh all right i'll finish on this last thing because it's long um uh my friend is about to have a baby and uh so he's actually going to be stay at home because his wife has a much more successful job than he does uh yeah makes him a loser a fucking yeah no he's a hero he's a hero way to go it is weird when he breastfeeds though you know that is awkward for everybody um i just the thing that annoys me is we were at the baby shower and somebody was like uh being a parent is the hardest job in the world and i was like it's not a fucking job man i've never got a job where it came with placenta you know i'm just saying it's not it's not why we keep calling it a job i know that makes stay home, parents feel better, but it's, it's way harder than any fucking job. Like if I had a job that made me clean shit up and show up early constantly, I would flush it down the toilet. You know what I mean? That too dark. That was, too, I knew Pam would like that one. All right. That one was just for Pam. Anyway, I just, yeah, I've never cared about a job the way you probably care about being a parent, you know? Um, also, uh, become ironically becoming a parent is way easier than getting any job there's no drug test or tests at all you can just I uh, yeah you just easily become i never become i never got a job because i was just too horny one time and i didn't pull out i was like oh fuck i forgot you're the ceo now you know that's never never fucking happened once man although it would be pretty cool that'd be pretty tight if it worked that way i would love to come early and then get a job for it um also, the thing is you can quit a job, you know, you can't quit, but you can quit being a coal miner and people are very, congrat- they're congratulatory. They're like, Hey, good for you. You know, you're retired. If you quit being a parent, all people have his questions. That is it. You're just like, think about how much more free time I have. You're like, where the fuck are your kids, man? All right. That was a uh, very high energy. Thank you very much. Bye, have fun. Uh, I'll see you
13: later.
11: Bye. Where the fuck are your kids? Yay, Kelly Evans. Yay! Yay, Kelly Evans. Kids are gross. Uh your next comedian, super funny guy. Clap your hands in a wild slappy-like motion for Devontae Coleman! Yeah,
4: yeah, 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 Cool. Hello, can you hear me? Why did you sit? On the stool instead of one of the chairs, like <laughs> you just wanted to be all the way in the back. Oh uh, yeah, all right, joke time. Uh, I think we should bring back slavery simply because I'm tired of having to clean my own apartment. I don't think black people should be the slaves. I think uh, white Uber drivers should be the slaves. Um, I say that, but I'm not racist. I uh, I'm not racist. I I, I know that racism is wrong. We can all agree that racism is wrong, right? cool yeah but that was a those low energy i'm leaving as soon as i'm done Ra- all racism is wrong but it's not all bad there are some perks to racism like personally my favorite perk is that because of racism random white couples will never ask me to take pictures of them with their phone oh uh, yeah uh, racism could have stopped a lot of things like uh jeffrey dahmer he's been in media lately he could have been stopped with just a sprinkle of racism, because if you don't know, he killed 17 men of color, like 17 minority men. If he was just a little bit more racist, it would have only been two white men. Max, because the police care about white people. Um, y'all like video games? Make some noise if you like playing video games. Ooh, this is a high energy crowd. This is my favorite. I like video games, um, but I don't like being called a gamer. I feel like that's our n word. It's actually way worse because no one's ever called me a gamer as a term of endearment. They usually use the hard R. Uh, yeah, I would prefer if people outside of the gaming community referred to us as people of games. Cool. Uh, yeah, I need to lose weight. They're like big girls. And it's weird because when when you're skinny and you date bigger women, it's like you're being adventurous and she's accomplishing something. But have you ever seen two big people on a date? It it just looks like they both settled. I uh I uh I recently found this new diet. It's called the Jurassic Diet, where you eat what you think the dinosaurs would have eaten. I don't think it's gonna work though, cause I genuinely believe the dinosaurs would have enjoyed Oreos. Um, are we a sex positive crowd? We we believe in sex work and all that. Make some noise. Yeah, we. We'll, yeah, I think we need to shed more light on the real heroes though. Those are the sex volunteers. Because without them, we'd be miserable. Um, You all you all believe in like exploring your sexuality, right? I've been exploring my sexuality lately. And the older I get, the more I realize that my sexual preferences are on the default settings. Like, uh, freaky shit actually isn't cool to me anymore. I recently got invited to my first orgy, and I don't really know how I feel about that. Because to be invited to an orgy, strangers have to think you look like you attend orgies. Yeah, I don't know if I'm supposed to watch or join in. But uh, I'm going to find out on Saturday. Uh, I'm going to end on uh, this chug that Ian loves. Uh, So though, like I know that freaky shit isn't my forte because like dirty talk scares me because when you're too good at dirty talk, it becomes like intimidating. I was with this lady recently and in the heat of the moment, she said to me, she said, I want you to fill me up with so much cum that it seeps out of my pores. Like, first of all, I definitely got to get tested after this. But also, like, that wasn't improvised. She practiced that in front of a mirror for, like, weeks. Also, I didn't want her to, like, be upset with me. Like, I I wanted her to stay in the zone. So the first thing I thought of, I said, and I said, yo, after fucking with a nigga like me, you're going to need a dermatologist. And, yeah, thank you. I'm Devontae. Devontae Coleman,
11: yay! I understand about those practice lines. I was hey I was on the bus and um, some children behind me they were probably fifteen year old guys they one of them said to another one I came so hard on her chest I knocked the wind out of her I was like you did not you haven't come on anything but your own chest you fucking child I did not say that to the child your next comedian clap your hands together for Jared Senna.
9: What the fuck is up guys Hey. Hey, Spencer. Nice to see you, Hagrid. Anyways, uh, hey. My name's Jared. One of Pam's abortions that came to life. Yep. Uh, following in mom's footsteps. I uh, wish she acknowledged my existence. Uh, doesn't matter. Um, uh, So, uh, recently, uh, I was having sex with a guy. Thank you, Josh. Uh, he forgot to pull out. Now he's CEO of my startup. Um. Uh, I don't know. Just riffing off Kelly said. Okay. Thanks, Josh. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If you guys want to see Brave, I can do more than just that. No? Okay. Anyways, you know what? I have stuff to work on. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I was uh, popular in high school. Uh, I was known as that one kid that got hit by a car. I was on my way to smoke weed with my friend at a local park and a car hit me as I was crossing the street. Yeah, you know Spencer. Uh, it's funny. (laughs) It's funny, my grandma once told me that smoking weed would put me in a hospital. I didn't think it would involve a Kia Sorento. Um, it was really hard to walk. I was in a full body cast and a wheelchair. But it was really easy for me to find a homecoming date. I just went up to the hottest girl I saw and just guilt-tripped the shit out of her. At first, it didn't work, but eventually she caved in when I reminded her about the charges I filed for hitting me in the first place. Um, uh... Let's see, uh... all right, we're gonna segue into porn jokes. Um... Oh, thank you, thank you. Uh, uh, that was brave, too? Fuck yeah. Uh, Um, uh... Uh okay uh oh, what was this? Forgot how this joke went. <laughs> Thanks, Spence. Right? Thanks for uh, covering me blanking out here. Um, yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't really uh, I, uh, as a Gen Z person, I'm really grateful for all the resources the internet has provided me. Not worries really worried about any desensitization. And when I really mean resources, I mean porn. Um... um, I'm really glad I grew up with porn, you know? Uh, I was talking to uh, one of my older millennial friends, and he said that one time growing up he had no access to porn, so he just drew a picture and masturbated to it. Yeah, um... It sounds like a really insane thing to do, but I gotta give the man credit, he has artistic talent that really did look like his stepmom. um, yeah, but, uh, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad, like I said, I'm glad I have porn because uh, I don't have to run into that same problem. Uh, because I, I, because if I want to watch porn, I can just go on the internet and I can find his stepmom everywhere. Uh, okay, maybe there's something there. Uh, okay, uh, I want to be like, uh, maybe there's something there. I want to be like Mr. Miyagi to my kid. Uh, I love the karate kid. Uh, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna teach him to do chores until he learns a very important lesson at the end. But uh, it, this is not gonna be for self-defense. It's gonna be for something different. Uh, when he's finally having sex with his girlfriend, he's finally gonna be, you know, what to do. And I don't know how the fuck that joke's gonna. That joke's gonna go. I. I. I we're, I'm gonna work on that one. But you know, what? give it up for all the comics in the room. Give it up for Pam. And uh, have a good night, everybody.
11: Keep your hands clapping for Jared, and uh, he's so brave. Jared, um, are you are you brave enough to eat one of my cheese? I made these Georgian cheese breads. They have 60 milligrams of weed. Yesterday I was so high. It's just yeah. I'll get it out of the bag for you in a sec. Um, um, hold on. So yeah, you're you're brave enough. To do it, it's 60 minutes. Yeah, that's why yesterday at the bar on Dolores, Mike, I was in a supine position. I was like reclined the entire, I couldn't get up. And everyone had to hand me the microphone because I was like, I can't do it today. I can't stand up and down. Um, all right, your next, it was, they're really strong. Just be careful. Maybe don't eat the whole thing. I don't know. 6D, six zero. Well, he could do good luck. It's, they taste so good, it's kind of hard not to. Your next comedian's so lovely. Put your hands together for Ian Langland. Baby,
5: you got to stop. Yo, what's up? Jared's going to eat that edible, and we're not going to hear from him <laughs> ever again. <laughs> you know where you're going to be? You're going to be living on Van Ness if you eat that fucking edible, bro. And not in an apartment complex. Um, all right, there he goes. Oh, shit. You just scarf it. No, no. Let him live a little bit. Jared's got Jared needs excitement. Alright. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, maybe you'll get taller, Jared. <laughs> okay. I gotta tell a joke now. Okay, uh there's a um there's a very interesting divide between my generation and my parents' generation. Um, it comes up a lot. People are always talking about it, but for me, it, 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 it's like I get in arguments with like my aunts and uncles about generational stuff like all the time, and it's like really annoying because the way I look at it, it makes sense that I don't know things from the 70s. But when I tell them about things happening now, it like blows their fucking mind. It's it's so weird. Like I was talking to my uncle the other day. And I told him I was like, I've actually never written a letter before. And he was like, What the fuck are you fucking talking about? He he treated me like I was like a, in a psych ward. He thought I was insane. And then I showed him how to find Google on his phone, and he was like, Whoa, Steve Jobs. Sorry, we can't all be tech geniuses. I just feel like there's like a disconnect. And then he turned around, and he was like, you don't know the lead actor from Gilligan's Island, you fucking idiot? <laughs> I'm like, no. I don't know that, actually. It's just, I don't know. I, I, it happens to be all the fucking time. And directions are another one. I get it. you know. I do get it. Like, my parents' generation, directions is everything. Direction, you, to get everywhere, you need it. Whoa! God damn, I was, I was in such a good flow, too. I'm going to blame that on Jared. Rock. Um anyway, rewind. Um It's your directions were like a big deal. I get it. <laughs> I need to get this out. Uh yeah, it was yeah, I get it. That's like that's how you did everything was directions. You take this, you do this, you do this. My dad, every time I go anywhere, he's like, This is what you're gonna wanna do. You're gonna wanna go down 280, and once you hit the east bend turnpike, you're gonna take the third exit, and all I hear when he's saying that is like <laughs> like, the parents from, like, the, fuck, par- parents from Charlie Brown, you know, and they go, like, wah, wah, wah. Like, it's nothing. There's, there's not, I'm not retaining any of the information. He's saying it just, like, wah, 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 wah. And, I, and then I'm, like, I'm just going to put it into Google Maps. God, I wish I caught that better, but it's okay. And then I, I just feel, I also feel like when you reach the age of 65, you, you should, like, lose all privileges to the internet. I think that's that's what I think. I just don't don't know if there's anyone at that age that's doing any good on the internet. Like, I'll post something on my Instagram and, like, my great aunt in Foster City will, like, comment on it. She'll be like, Hey, Ian, looking handsome. How's the weather out there? Things are good here in Foster City. Me and Uncle Mike just settled down in our new home. Would love to see you sometime soon. Much love to the parents. And I'm like, I didn't need to know... Any of that. This is Instagram, and I just posted a dick pic, so that was so stupid. Um, Actually, I think that's all I wanted to do, so I'm just going to give my time back. Thank you, everybody.
11: The very generous Ian Langlands. Yay, Ian. He has new jokes. That's exciting. Oh. Oh. If we want to have a mustache growing contest, you guys, I am definitely gonna win that one. Uh, your next comedian, I pluck mine. I don't know if you shave. Uh, I don't. I don't shave anything, yet, but I pluck. Yeah, it's no no shave November, right? Is that what it is? Beard out November. Oh, <laughs> amazing! Your next comedian, so funny, so wonderful. Put your hands together for Josh Kotsky.
8: I don't think I'm ever gonna emotionally recover from me and being mean to me. I don't think I can handle it. Uh, I went to Dolores Park this last weekend, and I saw some magician there. The incomparable Ivan. That dude was better than... Wait, no, he was worse than... Fuck, I can't, I can't see. So fucking dumb, because incomparable means you can't. Anywho, uh, if you listen to Kanye West, you might think that Jews run the world. Uh, But if you listen to Beyonce, you know who run the world? Girls, yeah. So if you ever meet a Jewish woman, you do what the fuck she tells you. Alright, Jewish women. Uh, Jews are a lot like pineapple pizza, you know? Like, half the world hates them. No one really knows why. I, they're a bit of an acquired taste, but they're sweet enough when you get to know them. They're no pepperoni, for obvious reasons. Alright, this is going well. Um, I am Jewish. Uh, I keep kosher, because it says to in the in the thing. And... Um, I don't know, like, I, I keep kosher, but no one really knows if, like, that's the rule, right? Like, I feel like it would suck if I got up to heaven and God was just like, "You, why didn't you have bacon? That You need that to get in. That's why we made it taste so good. Why didn't you do this? Okay, cool. I'm trying out new fucking shit. Um... You know what? Fuck this, are um, more Jewish stuff. I'm Jewish. Uh, My girlfriend's Asian, which means that when you come to visit our place, you have to take off your shoes, uh, but you can complain about it as much as you want, you know? In fact, it's required to make direct. I don't know. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Just something different. Devontre is giving me a look like he's trying to, like, stare through my chest cavity, and I don't know. Do you have, like, laser vision or something you're working on? Feel like you're trying to shoot through here? That's fair. Sorry, that's a rough, that's a rough draw. Um, anyways, um, yeah, an Asian girl, uh, a lot of Jews and Asians date, I think it's because our parents are so similar, like my parents are controlling, her parents are controlling, my parents are frugal, her parents are frugal, my parents uh, totally ashamed of my comedy career, her parents totally shamed in her taste in men. Um, yeah, we went to this uh, we went to this sushi spot the other night, and uh, on the outside of the sushi spot, there's this sign that said "We are against anti-Asian hate," but there's a hyphen between Asian and hate, so it read like "We are against being anti-Asian hate." We love Asian hate. I was like, "Oh my God, what? A great ad campaign to take racist people's money?" You know, I'm just like, "Do you hate the Asian culture and everything it stands for?" Come discuss it over sushi and sake bombs. For an extra five hundred dollars, you can pronounce nigiri however you want.
4: <laughs>
8: yeah, there it is. Um, I do think it's weird. Like, there's there's all these hate crimes against Asian people. These these racists who are blaming Asian folks for COVID. They're going up and attacking Asian people in the street, which it's weird to me because like, how are you so racist that you blame all Asian people for COVID? Yet not racist enough. To assume they all know Kung Fu. You should be terrified of attacking these people, all right? You don't get to just pick and choose the stereotypes you want to believe in. Like, I need to figure out an example there. Um, You know what? Fuck all of this. I'm going to do one more joke. Um, Actually, no, I'm not. I'm going to go die now. Cool. Peace out.
11: Yay, Josh Kotsky. Yay. No, no. He was being metaphorical, I think, or he was—he's anti-anti-suicide. He's—he's suicide suicide prevention anti-anti. He's raising awareness for anti-euthanasia, anti-self-euthanasia. You're an ex-comedian. I was. Hey, I don't know. I don't say he has a great show coming up this Friday. 11-11 uh, at Boozland, Emperor Norton's at 7 o'clock. Put your hands together for Dorian Trung.
6: I uh, ran out of clean pants. So that's why I'm wearing pants uh, that belongs to a giant. I waited for him to fall asleep before I stole these from him. I didn't have to wait long because he was real tired. Fucking me in the ass. I uh, I was getting my uh, I was getting a blowjob recently, guys, and um, and then my girlfriend got really upset at me because my dick tasted different. Thought I was cheating. I was sneaking around her back by like eating hamburgers, guys. Turned out it was gout dick. She was like one of those horse girls. She could like sense the inflammation before I came. Anyway. We broke up and um, I think it took us breaking up before I realized how much I missed uh, jacking off. You know what I mean, it's the only way I could come sitting down, guys. Amazing. I, uh, I've had a lot of free time on my hands, so I've been watching a lot of TV. Uh, I just watched the, new, uh, the newest season of the Game of Thrones show. Anybody here watch that? Nice. Makes me really wish I had a sister. I uh, also started watching, um, my new favorite show, uh, Love on a Spectrum. Yeah. I mean, I didn't even know those guys were autistic. I thought it was just a bunch of cool dudes just killing it in the dating game. I was taking notes. I was like looking back and I was like, oh shit, the things that were cool in the show. Swords, fedoras, going to the zoo. Now I feel so stupid writing that down. I should have known something was up when I, uh, When I saw one of those guys, like super into ligers, you know what I mean? And for you guys that don't know, a liger is just a big, retarded lion. My, my friend dressed up as Kanye over Halloween. He wore one of those, uh, white lives matter sweaters. I was like, Whoa. So I pulled him aside. I was like, dude, that's not cool, man. All lives matter. Some people think Kanye is racist, you know? Some people say he's anti-Semitic. I say he's a hero. He single-handedly ended Stop Asian Hate. What else I have here? I don't have anything else, Pam. Thank you. uh,
11: Dorian Drung, everyone, giving his time back to the room. Does anybody have like one of those flosser things, those individual flosser things in their bag? I have, anyway. That, no, too thick. Um, Your next comedian, what a gem, what a sparkle. Put your hands together, everybody, for Colin Braun.
7: Thank you, thank you. I have more jokes about depression. Are you guys familiar with, thank you. Are you guys, are you guys familiar with despair? Would you like to get familiar with despair? All right. I'm not depressed today. Thank you. Anyway, um, I've been reading the Quran um, because I left my husband in a hurry and I grabbed a book um, and I didn't even realize what I had done until I was halfway through the third Surah when I realized this isn't pride and prejudice. And then I soon learned that both pride and prejudice are to be avoided if you're going to live a um, spiritual life. At least that's what was revealed to the prophet, peace be upon him. But um, I've noticed that uh, comedians will joke about just about everything except for Islam, and I think it's because they're afraid that if they say the wrong thing, cross the wrong line, that an angry, violent mob of white liberals will come and behead their career. But Twitter's dead now, um, and so is my ability to care. So let's just uh, keep going about it. So I grew up in a worldly liberal suburb of Boston I always thought from that uh, schooling that I knew a decent amount about Islam it turns out I uh, I didn't know shit and neither do any of you so let's all learn together now Islam is an Abrahamic religion meaning that Muslims worship the same all-knowing all-powerful God as Jews and Christians they all talk about him a little bit different in Islam God is merciful whereas in Christianity God is loving And in Judaism, God is busy, don't bother him. Islam was established in the 600s by the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him. During a time when the religious groups, this is a very long bit, I had to write it down, I'm sorry. During a time when the religious groups on the Arabian Peninsula, polytheists, Jews, and Christians, were always in conflict. It may surprise you to learn that Christians today, and Christians 1,300 years ago, were exactly the same. Because they were just going around, knocking on doors, saying, hey, good news, Jesus is the Son of God. And the polytheists were like, yeah, they they all have kids. How do you spell Jesus? Is it with a G? Then I'll work on an act out for a filing cabinet of gods. Thank you, Pam, for laughing. (sighs) Anyway, that would upset the Christians. They'd go and upset a Jewish guy next door, and he'd have to get out of the bath, and um, he'd say, look... Your friend sounds like he's very nice, but that doesn't mean he's the son of God. Also, the mezuzah says no solicitors. So that theological tension was brewing, growing, until eventually all of Arabia was reduced to pointless tribalistic fighting in the desert. It was like gays in Palm Springs, Beyonce versus Gaga. Nothing's getting accomplished. Nobody's having fun. Girl, you're dehydrated. And so through his teachings, and against all odds, the prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, united the tribes under one religion, and the people of the Middle East have gotten along ever since. Thank you. Now, one of the most well-known aspects of Islam is that they pray five times a day. Turns out this was not originally what God wanted. He said to the prophet, peace be upon him, like the new religion, kid, 50 times a day, and the prophet, peace be upon him, he says, sure, that's great. So he leaves the meeting room with God, and he's heading down the escalator. He runs into Moses who was another major prophet in Islam. Hey, how'd to go up there with the big guy. He said, oh, he said it, it went good. Uh, he said 50 times a day. And Moses said, kid, I know you're new to this. I've had people follow me before. You never pray, stick, or price. Get back there and negotiate. So Moses walks him through this cosmic negotiation and gets God down to five times a day from 50. That's the Bay Area equivalent of a beautiful hill, of a beautiful home in the Oakland Hills for $185,000. Now, God is all-powerful. God is all-knowing. God created the heavens and the earth and the kittens and the puppies and the chocolates and the flowers. No one ever said God is a good businessman. Frankly, I'm amazed that he even managed to make a profit. I'm pretty sure you've all heard that joke before. and knew what it was building to. Thank you so much for your time. My name is Colin Braun.
11: Yay, Colin Braun. Yay. Peace be upon him. Uh, is that sacrilegious if I say that about you? Your next comedian runs a great room down in South Bay. First and third Wednesdays. Put your hands together, everybody, for Wally Hippolito.
1: Oh, shit. Happy Friday, folks! Happy fucking Friday! That's what's up. Um, I've been watching a new TV show. Or I've been watching a TV show lately called "Uh, World's Toughest Prisons." Y'all heard of it? Yeah. If you haven't, it's a uh, it's like Orange is the New Black, but with less lesbians. Yeah, it's pretty fun. It's pretty fun. I've um, I was watching this episode in the Philippines, and I was thinking to myself, like, man, if I were locked up, I'd probably be the fucking top dog in that prison, right? Cut to a scene where a dude's getting gangbanged and then he looks exactly like me. Uh, turns out I'd make a better bottom bitch, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Um, y'all know I love to gamble. Yeah, I love... Yeah, people call it an addiction, but, uh, I like to call myself a gambling enthusiast. Because addiction implies that I'm, like, I get really desperate, you know, to get my things paid for. Like, really desperate to get a fix. And... You know, I'm not sucking bookies off for $50 to get a parlay paid for, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I bring my sister for. Yeah, I'm just fucking with you guys, guys. I, I don't have a sister, uh, especially since the last time I had to pay off the Yakuza. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's this group called Moms Against Gambling, and they're set out to make um, online gambling harder for kids to do and i think it's kind of stupid you know because like if my if i ever caught my kid gambling like that's like the least weirdest thing on the internet am i right guys like these women have obviously been never been on chat roulette before you know like if my kid is putting up 50 dollars before thursday night football god bless his soul because it teaches me t- a couple of things uh one that that kid is ambitious and two Never to lend that little motherfucker money in my life because I am never gonna see that shit again. Thank you. Um, my mom, uh, she's re- my mom is a huge gambler. I get it from her. Uh, I think she's so good at gambling because uh, she's great at mental warfare. Yeah, yeah, th- she's a bad bitch, y'all. She really is. Like I remember as a kid, uh, she would hit my brother whenever he got in trouble. Right? You know, don't look at me like that. It was the '90s. What the fuck you want me to do? <laughs> And um, as she's hitting him, she turns around and looks at me and says, Do you want next, Wally? What the fuck gave you that idea, lady? Like, you can't be over here handing handing out uh, buy one, get one beatdowns because you feel like it or if it's convenient to you, bro. Like, you gotta chill, man. So, um, so our relationship's going really well. Yeah, yeah, you know, it's gotten a lot better since uh, we started since I started therapy. Yeah. Uh, now she calls me the daughter she's always wanted, which is really great for me. I love it. You know, it's gotten to the point where she, uh, she texted me the other day asking like, Hey, you know, I'm getting rid of the, rid of these dresses. Do you want any of them? And I was appalled. You know, I was like, dude, are you fucking serious? Send me a couple photos, man. Like I want to check them out. I like. Them. Thank you. Uh, you know, I've been watching a lot of TV lately. Uh, on Netflix, one of my favorite movies, Ocean's Eleven, is on. You guys watch that? Yeah, it's one of my favorite movies. I, I love the fantasy part of it all, really. Like, the really fake part of it where a man in his uh, 40s can call 10 other dudes to hang out. Yeah, because if you're over 30 years old, guys, you're gonna... you you're gonna You three are gonna fucking learn later on that... You can call like two or three dudes up, but they're probably not gonna answer you until your dying days. Um Yeah. I'm Wally Hippolito, that's my time.
11: Hooray, we all die alone. Yay, Wally Hippolito. That was that was an interesting ending to it. Like I was like I'll chuck it along and I'm like, you don't have any friends. It's okay, I don't either. We're all lone wolves. Yay, we're all gonna die alone. I know I don't have ten friends. I don't have ten. I don't even. I don't, I don't even. I don't even have two. Are you kidding me? Uh, Newman Shake is not here yet. No, no. But you know who is? Dave, put your hands together. Dan Kwan. Woo!
10: Hey, What's up, everybody? Oh, we're gonna wrap this around. All right, cool. Bill can't get this one thing around. All right, cool. Uh, so guys, like as you guys some of you, some of you guys already know, I actually grew up in a suburb outside of Boston. Um, yeah. oh yeah, thank you. One white guy really knows his suburbs out there. All right, um, it's a very white town. You know, a very very white town. To give you some perspective of how white this town was, the only two gra- two famous people that graduated out of my high school was a lot was a was a hockey player for the New Jersey Devils and Bill Burr. Yeah, you guys ever had like a yearbook live called most likely get into a bar fight? I only had to, have to little sit there for a little bit. I think as being an Asian guy that went to an all-white high school, I had to really try hard to assimilate because I had to really try everything to also blend it with everybody. And I did everything, right? I started wearing my cap backwards. I started going to tailgates. I started dating Asian women. Like I did everything I could to be a white guy and it just would not work out. Totally stand out. Speaking of which, it's also kind of weird because now I'm noticing that uh, eight white dudes are trying to be Asian. Almost sometimes they're taking it a little too far. Like one time I was actually having breakfast with my parents. We got into a little bit of an argument uh, in in the morning. And this one white guy comes over to our table and goes, son, hey, your dad is a very wise man. To which I was like, dude, you understand Chinese? That's crazy because I couldn't understand what the fuck my dad was saying. So, uh you know that uh, you can be my, you can be his son going forward. You know you can be his son going forward. Okay, cool. That one that's not going to work out. Uh, let's see. Uh, my dad runs a Chinese restaurant. Uh, I spent a lot of time growing up there, and uh, you can tell that my dad spent a lot of time at the Chinese restaurant because a lot of the uh, life lessons he did uh, were always be framed as restaurant chores. This guy was a modern day Mister Miyagi. Like he would, try, he basically would tell me to run the front register uh, as a way to prepare for mental math. Um, my uh, my driver's test uh, instantly became uh, my next Chinese delivery order. Like I don't know, that was pretty crazy to be thinking about. Okay, that one may or may not go somewhere. Uh, let's see. All right, let's let's do this one. Uh, you guys have been getting spam text lately? You guys have been getting into like, spam text to your phone lately? Yeah, all the fucking time. Right, really fucking annoying. Yeah, I think it's weird that especially like I used to think that like spam text would be like click on this link, you know, go. You know go click on this like weird like virus link now they're getting hella creative because now i've been getting texts saying hey ben when are we gonna go golfing hey dude when are we gonna talk about your real estate offer one text literally just wrote back and said i made cake at home welcome to taste it at my home which got me thinking i'm like what person will really who is this really for like who's gonna fall for this shit you know, it's like thinking about, ah, oh, fuck, they're not going to scam some money out of me. But thinking, oh, my God, you know that one friend I don't know about? I got to try his cake at home, you know? Like, how crazy is that? This is like the modern day, like, uh, abduction. Because instead of now you can't talk to strangers and and th- fall for candy. Now it's like, oh, shit, I can't fall for unsolicited cake. Like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. I, don't, I just don't think the spammers really know anything about me, right? Because all they're just thinking is, I'm just some rich white dude now with diabetes. Like, I just don't think those texts are really meant for anybody, you know? okay that one might go somewhere all right cool 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 um all right guys uh so some of you might notice i also uh so uh, by day i work in tech thank you pam and uh, i think one of the weirdest things that i get is that when i tell people what i do actually for my day job they automatically assume software engineer uh which is i think it's kind of racist right just because you think that as a single asian guy we're living in the bay area you automatically assume i'm a software engineer right Cause, uh, don't you guys know that I'm, uh, too stupid to be doing that ca- kind of thing? Like, okay. That one I I might not work out there. And, uh, let's see. Actually, I think that's what I'm going to try for today. All right, cool. Thanks, I Appreciate it.
11: Dan Guan, everyone. All right. Right. Your next comedian, one of my favorite comedians, I've known him forever. And he's every Tuesday, he just murders, um, up at the milk bar and hates debates. Put your hands together. First, Benzer Devine.
8: Ah,
13: uh, Pam. I, I finally. Oh, I finally started writing in this notebook. Um, I've written in other notebooks before, but every notebook that I've had has been lost or stolen. Uh, and the the only benefit of that is I hope that someone out there. Epping up their dick jokes, trying to get a dollar, you know? Uh, has anyone, have, have you guys ever had someone come up to you and they're like, oh, let me tell you a joke for a dollar and you, and then you, comp- you compete with them and you're like, no, let me tell you a joke for a dollar. And they're like, no, let me tell you a joke. And it's like, I need this more. This is my dream. Uh, so I watch Law and Order a lot because I have a job and then I like to waste the rest of my time Uh, and I, uh, I saw a really good episode, uh, and so I decided, uh, you know, i was just gonna read an excerpt from that, you know, and as is common in the style of law and order, no specific character names or plot points are referenced. (laughs) Detective comes into the room. Uh, did you get the subpoenas we put on your desk? What subpoenas? So... Now, have you ever said something over and over again and it changes? And you're like, what's the penis? What's a penis? What's a penis? And is, I know it's not SVU, but they should know. But then they got back into it. It's like, uh, what's a penis? Uh oh, just you'll find them under the briefs, you know? <laughs> But when you break it open, you know, go slowly. There's a lot to take in. Hey. hey just Oh, so just another hardened criminal breaking <laughs> breaking Penal Code 69. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, my good, That's why there's subpoenas on your desk. Looks like he was lucky. A hung jury. They couldn't come together. There was a firm offer you know from the defense to pull the jury uh, but the but the judge you know, she made them eat her rebuttal. she kept banging and banging and banging until they came into her chambers <laughs> but did he get off? No, he can't get off until the state drops their suits <laughs> But if this goes on any longer, the defense might not be pro bono anymore, and they'll say it's a headache, and then they'll rest instead. And that's the whole of that bit. I did not learn any Law & Order character names. Chug Uh, You know it has been getting? Oh, apparently the musical Grease, is complicated now it's it's troubling because of the dynamics between men and women are really weird in that musical and the especially is a monster uh but you know what was bad you know what was worse than the musical Greece ancient Greece you know it was real bad it was so bad you know they was oh they were the fathers of architecture they also loved little boys a lot you know how much they loved them They were the ones who invented the word for old men loving a much younger man. Pedagogy. Look it up. The entirety of ancient Greece was like Chris Hansen's To Catch a Philosopher. (laughs) Uh, Yes, (laughs) in the musical Greece, they do call Greece lightning a pussy wagon. Uh, But you know what a pussy wagon was in ancient Greece? The wagon that they picked up your body in when lions... Came from the mountain, not mountain lions, regular lions from the mountains. Fuck ancient Greece. That's been my time.
11: Spencer Divine, everyone. That was wonderful. Go see him at Milk Bar every Tuesday and on many other shows. He's hilarious, wonderful. Yay. Oh, and he has an improv show, second and fourth Wednesdays at Piano Fight. Is that right? Next Wednesday, Piano Fight, 7 o'clock. 7.30, 7.30, 7.30 Piano Fight, yay. And support Piano Fight, they're an amazing venue, and I just talked to Rob the other night, and uh, the owner guy, and he's so cool. Uh, put your hands together for your next comedian, everybody. Cover to sing, woo!
14: Sketch that I wrote a while ago, and I'm basically a dick pic that's in the trash bin of someone's like camera. I'm in the trash bin of the fo- trash. Fo- I'm in the trash folder. Okay, 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 okay. Ready? <laughs> okay. Welcome to the trash folder, Rebecca's camera roll. I'm dick pic number one. We're like Guantanamo in here. Once you get in, you never come out, okay? So get comfortable. Days, we're gonna be zero, zilch, nada. Permanently deleted. Okay, So let me show you around, okay? In the trash folder, you run with people like you, okay? There's the WhatsApp photos, there's the screenshots, there's the apartment tours, the restaurant checks, Okay, the selfies—all two thousand of them—but the politics don't end there, okay? Because each group draws lines. The screenshots of the addresses don't fuck with the screenshots of the Instagram ads, and the screenshots of the Instagram ads don't don't fuck with the screenshots of the messages. So there's a reason why the gods put you with us, okay? Take a seat. The dick—wait, there's a reason why the gods put you with us. The dick pics, okay? So take a seat. Meet the crew. There's Girthy, there's there's uh the worm, there's Twitch, the Growers, the Showers, the Peckers, there's Dave Franco. Always high. Everyone's pretty outgoing, okay? Except Whiskey Dick. He's what guy. Okay. We all hear under the same sentence, okay? Loitering, harassment, indecent exposure. Women say they don't want us. But when do women ever ask for anything they want? I'm toxic. Uh, All right, okay, okay, okay. All right, another thing, okay? Something happened to you, something happened to the rest of us. We die for each other here, okay? Last thing to remember, warden, the uh, Bex the warden, yeah, she's the reason why you're in the trash folder, okay? You start a fight, you make sure Bex don't find you, okay? The only thing in common between all of us in the trash folder is that we're deleted in 60 days, okay? And don't be thinking about no parole, there was only one drunken escape in, oh wait, when Bex mistakenly, wait, what? Wait, sorry, let me, okay, when Bex drunkenly mistook Harry over there for a schnauzer and sent him to the cloud, okay? But like gossip, that's hearsay. Take a seat. What's your story? Okay, that's it, that was it, that was it, that was it. I'm working, you know, I'm remembering it, I'm remembering it. Um, okay, that, that's thats all I have for you guys. <laughs>
11: It a- and her dick act out. Really blue. Hey, your next comedian Excited that they're here all the way from San Jose Put your hands together for Dirage Woo